Hey everyone, Dan Howell here at Gunnison St. George with a quick update. Um, now, earlier this month, our staff were invited to the National Rural Health Association Conference in Kansas City to give a presentation on our award-winning school-based behavioral health program. Now, the conference was moved to virtual, um, but as part of the presentation, we put together a video that truly gets to the heart of what this program is and how it works and the impact of it. And we thought this would be a really great opportunity to share this information with our community as an example of how your local hospital and your local schools are partnering together to keep care more accessible and more affordable. Um, this is truly an innovative and amazing program that we're really, really proud of. And you're about to hear all about it from a few of our partners over at the local schools. Uh, you're gonna hear from Kurt and Linda Bezerik from Hillsborough School District and Mark Gruen and Scott Uppener from Royal School District. So here we go. Our school-based uh, behavioral health services, the cooperation with the hospital, started because of a general lack of services in our area. Access to mental health supports is, is not easy to come by. And as our county became more and more stressed and strained with the ab ability to meet the needs of the schools within the county, uh, we started to seek out ways to help support our students and our families uh, in, in a more local way. The western side of the state in Wisconsin um, just doesn't have as many behavioral health services as the eastern side of the state. One of the hurdles that we came across was parents having to take off work for them to be able to, to come and get their child, leave with their child, go to the appointment and then return. The idea of trying to get some uh, mental health help in the school so it's convenient for students and parents and accessible to these families that in many cases can't afford it. We began the conversation of what can we do um, and came to the solution that allowed us to bring what at that time was a therapist one day a week. Uh, so every other week alternating between uh, the two buildings we have in our district. The other thing that sort of prompted some of this is our staff became trained in mental health first aid. We have a large amount of staff that were trained in that and they started realizing that some of the issues they were seeing with students were not just growing pains. They were bigger than that. They were mental health issues. There were some hoops we had to go through that were, I think at the beginning of this process, a little bit more so than currently what we have now. Um, it, you know, the school had to be state inspected. The plan had to be state inspected. Um, we actually met with somebody that came here and looked at our school, uh, found uh, places that they could go, found places that they couldn't go, obviously based on privacies and, you know, HIPAA and all those other things that, that we had to make sure uh, we were following. But, you know, at the same time, we knew it was an important piece um, because we're starting to become a little bit more educated as the importance of mental health. The program works specifically by um, personal referral. We educate our staff as to, you know, what they're identifying or what they're looking for. Teachers, parents, students themselves can refer and we go primarily through the guidance office. Um, if a teacher says, you know, I'm seeing something that I haven't seen before or a student said something, mentioned something or a parent, um, they go to the guidance counselor, the guidance counselor talks to the student and the parents. And then from there, I contact the parents and then we do a referral process that a student 
uh, or the, you know, we send home a permission slip for the parent. Uh, the parent signs off on it. And then we find a time that works during the student's school day, which is amazing because it, it feels like a family supporting you here in a comfortable place where um, kids don't feel threatened. We have a, a room specifically for them that's nice and cozy and safe. And um, so then they just literally sign out of class and go to their therapy appointment and then go back to class. It's pretty sweet. Mental health, for whatever reason, is becoming a much more prevalent concern, much more prevalent issue and challenge that schools are dealing with because our children are struggling with it. We, two or three years ago, made mental health a focus for us. And in the last two years have made it a primary focus in reaching our kids that have these needs. Behavioral health is a huge piece of this puzzle that is the whole child. If a student doesn't feel safe and they don't feel like they're welcomed, in any environment, the learning process takes a step, you know, it takes a backseat to, to what they're feeling. If we don't have a strong behavioral health uh, plate for our kids, that the rest of it, we might as well not even worry about because if they're not mentally healthy, the rest of it probably is gonna fall apart. If you have uh, your mental health needs met, you're much more productive with your other areas. If we can first get the students to be able to feel safe where they're at um, and be able to feel comfortable talking about personal things that they feel, um, it's tough for anybody to do that, much less a student to do that. Um, if they, we can get them to get to that point, the learning process for us becomes easier. I personally, and I think of the vast majority of our staff thinks that that might even be more important than academics. I think the staff feel very thankful and appreciative that the school system and the hospital are working together to allow them to do their job, which is to educate our children. And we allow them to do that better by making sure that those other needs that the kids are coming in the door with are being met. Teachers, for sure, feel like they're more supportive because there were times where teachers were like, I don't I don't know what to do. I, I know there's a problem here, but I don't know what to do. And now we have a resource to turn to. You've had students that were really struggling, uh, struggling to attend for a lot of different reasons, not always because it's bullying here at school, but you know sometimes there's, there's things that are going on at home. Um, our staff is much more aware of the warning signs of um, anxiety and depression, of things like ADHD, even bipolar, OCD, those kinds of things. And we know that many of those issues manifest during adolescence. What amazes me in the process is that we often hear of the stigma of mental health and talking to people. I see kids now becoming more educated because that stigma has really been reduced. As we've made the therapists available, um, I think we've seen that kids are more than happy to talk when given a chance. It's interesting with absenteeism because when that student has an appointment, they're going to show up for school that day. They're absolutely not going to miss it. It's helped kids realize that there are resources available to them and that the people around them care deeply. We have had a number of parents reach out to us and want to continue 
their child in the program, which obviously tells me that they trust us, that they trust the process, they trust you know Gutterson St. Joe's and, and the partnership that we're working on. Right now, our program is in a, a great spot, but we're, we're partnering with uh, Gunderson St. Joseph's to grow it. When it began, it was, like I said, I think it was just a half a day uh, in one building or the other every other week, uh, because that's what was available. We were sharing a therapist with two other schools. Uh, we've met with them uh, on a number of different times about new staffing, um, trying to increase the number of students that we can meet or that they can meet the needs of. And we said, no, we need more. Um, and it grew to a day a week in each school. And now this year we'll have more than one, more than a full-time position because we're seeking uh, a full-time uh, social worker to be available every day. And then still having that additional one day a week on top of that. I do see this program growing in numbers but on a positive note, we think that that increase in students that get some help will have a, a, you know, even larger impact on our student population. Being a small rural school, you always have the question of what's uh, financially sustainable. This has become so critical. I do not foresee any conversation that would say, can we do without this? It's become so entrenched in the services we provide. The best advice I could give to the hospitals and to the schools is to build a partnership, um, start having meetings. It, it, it doesn't start overnight and something like this doesn't build in, you know, in six months time. It's something that takes time. One piece of advice I would give other hospitals or um, establishments with regards to developing a partnership with the school is that um, you need to realize how hard it is for us as a school system to get kids to go outside of the school day and meet with counselors. They need to have rides, you need to have the parents doubly committed. Lots of times these students are coming from families that aren't necessarily prioritizing mental health, but they certainly will take advantage of it if it's convenient. I think the best way to know how this works is to have conversations with the people involved with it, to know that it is very sustainable it is very possible to do, and it is very successful. We all know mental health is, is on the forefront of, of a lot of different um, issues that are going on in society, in schools, in our communities. But the, the people that need it the most or have the most influence are the schools, and the people that can provide the most resources are the hospitals. Uh, we can't imagine operating in any different way, and it's been a game changer for us in so many ways. When we talk about what's the impact on these kids now and in the future, well, obviously we're, we're helping them now realize that you can do this, that there are resources out there. And my hope is that every single one of them takes that to their family, to their workplace, to their colleges, to their wherever they're gonna go. And they're going to, it's like that ripple effect, right? So they're gonna say to their family, we have resources, we can get through this. They're gonna to say to their employer someday, what, what does our mental health program look like at our workplace? And so my, my personal goal would be that this is just common. Wouldn't it be great that we could all just be open about, hey, I'm not doing well and I need some help. It's okay to not be okay. And I want everyone to be able to feel that. And there you heard from Scott Uppner and Mark Gruen from Royal School District, as well as Kurt and Linda Bezerik from Hillsborough School District. St. Joe's also partners with Waniwok Centre and Lafarge School Districts too on this program. And again, this program 
It's so great, and we're really excited about what the future holds for this program and the positive effects that this program will have well into the future. Um, if you have any questions about this program, uh, please feel free to reach out to us at Gunnison St. Joseph's or reach out to one of the participating school districts. And until next time, take care.